Good morning. Happy to be together. Amen. Is today the Super Bowl? It's not, is it? I don't think I've watched a football game in the last seven years. I don't. It's not not a judgment or anything. I just, you know, I'm a Christian, and I just uh, no. <laughs> Christians are encouraged to look for the blessed hope the glorious return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're encouraged to look ahead to tomorrow, living with the awesome awareness that Jesus could come today. One of the ways we look ahead to tomorrow is to consider the hundreds of yet-to-be-fulfilled prophecies concerning the end times. We can expect the world to be moving in the direction predicted by those prophecies. And that's why we reserve a few minutes on Sunday morning to suggest news or trends that seem to be predicted by our futurist reading of the Bible. We try to avoid sensationalism and use uh, recognized news sources. It doesn't mean they're always right, but we're not trying to get out on some edge or discover something that nobody's ever seen before. And we're not even saying the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecy, only that they're the kinds of things you would expect based on what the Bible says is going to happen. The World Economic Forum, WEC, their 2023 meeting in Davos, Switzerland, starts tomorrow. Before we talk about it, though, I, I want to bring you two other news stories real quick. I just want to mention them because both of them involve the future cashless global economy, which is predicted by uh, John in the Revelation. Uh, so, for example, Nigeria, this is a recent news item, Nigeria set a limit on all cash withdrawals, $45 per day. They're trying to force the population to use digital money only. And so they started by encouraging people to use digital money, and that didn't work for them. And so they, uh, you know, set this limit so that people will have to use digital money. I don't, you're not old enough to remember, most of you, but I remember when Bank of America first came out with the ATM card. I didn't want one because I wanted to go into the bank and have a real relationship with people. And so I, I said, yeah, I don't want one. And then eventually they said, this is your ATM card. If you don't have one, you don't have an account with us. I said, oh, okay. And I didn't use it for a long time, and of course now I use it all the time. Uh, and so that's how it happens. And so there's, you know, once they, they gently nudge you in a certain direction, then they say, okay, that didn't work, so we're going to force you into a cashless situation. The other one is just quick. Denmark has switched to a largely cashless system. And so this is happening all over the world, uh, and you can easily see how what the revelation predicts is, is coming true before your very eyes in the sense that there is the possibility. Tomorrow you could wake up and we could be in a cashless global economy. That's as simple as that. Now, meanwhile, back to the WEF, the World Economic Forum. They've confirmed that uh, 52 heads of state and government and nearly 600 CEOs will attend. Additionally, over 300 government ministers are expected to take part in the annual meeting. Here's a blurb from their website that I think uh, clarifies. You have to kind of read between the lines a little bit, but this is what they're all about. They say this, the COVID-19 crisis and the political, economic, and social disruptions it caused is fundamentally changing the traditional context for decision-making. That's code for we want to make the decisions, not individual nations. The inconsistencies, inadequacies, and contradictions of multiple systems, from health and finance to energy and education, are more exposed than ever amidst a global context of concern for lives, livelihoods, and the planet. 
That's code for if we made the decisions, everything would go smoother all around the world. Then it says we are entering a unique window of opportunity to shape the recovery. This, our initiatives will offer insights to help inform all those determining the future state of global relations, the direction of national economies, the priorities of societies, the nature of business models, and the management of a global commons. That covers just about everything nations do. And so a simple way of understanding the goal of the WEC is that they want to eliminate the sovereignty of individual nations and take over the government of the globe and, and tell, uh, tell the different nations of the world what they ought to be doing in light of things like COVID-19, climate change, population control, those sorts of things. Uh, this is not a, you know, we're not talking conspiracy theory. This is what they want to do, and they're doing it openly. Uh, Florida Governor DeSantis commented, their vision is they run everything and everybody else just like a serf, and their proposals are really weakening Western society and Western values. For example, something called Common Pass, backed by the WEF, is designed to create a common international standard for travelers to demonstrate that they do not have coronavirus. The Common Pass is currently being trialed by Cathay Pacific Airways, United Airlines on certain flights between London, New York, Hong Kong, and Singapore. The project is being implemented in collaboration with government representatives from 37 countries around the world, as well as public and private partners. Uh, so what would happen is the WEC would mandate vaccinating and testing for COVID for every country according to their agenda the United States would be included, but unlike the United Nations, which has negligible power over national sovereignty, the WEC would. Eventually, they would be able to mandate their entire agenda. So the idea is that they, out of Davos, Switzerland, or wherever they end up, will tell the world how to react to COVID. And uh, did anybody get that right anywhere? Uh, maybe a couple of people here and there, but uh, yeah, I don't want these guys telling me what to do, and we shouldn't either, and, but that's what they want to do. That's what they're headed for, and uh, COVID's going to give way to climate change. They're going to just, and they're already saying that we need to deal with climate change or the planet's going to, you know, be destroyed, and uh, to the extent that people buy into that, then uh, they are going to mandate behaviors like you can't have diesel engines, you can't have gasoline engines, those kinds of things. And then they also, they don't want to talk about it, but every now and then they mention population. Because the, a real problem for their point of view is that there are too many people on spaceship Earth, or lifeboat Earth, as they call it. And there's maybe four or five billion too many people. Well, how do you eliminate four or five billion people? Thanos had a plan. And essentially that, you know, it's not going to surprise me uh, if, if something like that came down where they said, hey, who are the undesirables in our society that can, you know, uh, compassionately be phased out through euthanasia, assisted death, and things like that. So that's what's happening. The U.S. Embassy in Switzerland lists the following U.S. government officials attending the conference this year. Secretary of Labor Martin Walsh, Director of National Intelligence Avril Haynes, United States Trade Representative Catherine Tai, Director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, United States Agency for International Development, Sam, uh, Samantha Power, Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, John Kerry, three U.S. Senators, nine representatives from Congress, 
To which I say, what are they doing going to this meeting? This is insane. Why does the director of the FBI have to go to Davos, Switzerland to hear this propaganda about taking over national sovereignty? Futurists have long held that the Bible predicts that the government of Earth, especially during the seven-year Great Tribulation, will be global, concentrated in a small group, and then ultimately in one man, the Antichrist. The WEC is exactly the kind of organization you expect to see in light of prophecy. Now, as I tell you each week, we're not going to be here for the Great Tribulation that the Bible discusses, that final seven-year period of time before the coming of Jesus Christ. The dead in Christ will be resurrected. Living believers will be raptured and will be caught away to heaven while that time unfolds on the earth. And so the rapture is something we want people to be ready for. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming.